Greetings old Haleburians and members of the wider Haleybury community, wherever and whenever you are listening to this podcast. This is Keith White from the Class of 62, bringing you the 14th of our regular podcast series, which includes audio material from the Haleybury archives. With Founders Day coming up, this episode features Robert Pargeter's inaugural Founders Day address, a brief report from Chief Archivist Matthew Wooten on a recent induction to the Haleybury archives for all new staff, and we close with something different from our music archives, introduced by our audio archivist Gordon Hawley. But firstly, our quiz question from Bill Waters. Hello Keith, here's our quiz question for today. The Founders Day Assembly has become a special event. It's held in February every year. In which year was it first held? Was it A, 1953, B, 1963, or C, 1973? The answer a bit later. Thanks, Bill. And now let's turn the clock back 21 years to 1999 to one of Robert Parker's first speeches as Principal of Halebury. Welcome to our Founders Assembly, which commemorates the 108th opening of the college. On Wednesday, the 10th of February, 1892, Halebury opened its doors for the first time with three masters and 17 students. In recent weeks, I've thought about Founders Day and I found I've been thinking about it in quite different contexts. And I thought what I'd do this morning is talk about three of these. The first time I started thinking about Founders Day was on Australia Day, and we don't actually celebrate it much at school because, of course, it's in the holiday season. But, of course, like every nation in the world, there's a national day, and our national day is in January. And, of course, on national days, we seem to focus on a nation's history. And that makes us think, of course, of the founders of the nation. The contributions of the citizens that have sort of come since foundation come to mind. The pioneers, the soldiers, the people on the land, the builders of cities, the women throughout the period of history that has intervened, migrants that later came, and of course the artists and the scholars. I then thought about Founders Day for this school. It made me examine the story of Halebury. Thinking about this nation, this is a young nation. Although, of course, Australia Day celebrates something that took place more than 200 years ago, Australia itself is younger than this school. And that makes you realise just how old this school is and how young Australia is. I thought about the contributions of the teachers over the whole life of the school. The vision of the founders, of what they had in mind when they took a bold step of establishing a school, as you heard, with just a few students and three masters. Then there have been those, see their portraits on the wall, who have led the school over that period. There's been the traditions and values of this school that have evolved over that 108 years. And of course, there have been the achievements of the school. Academic achievement, sporting achievement, cultural achievement. But of course, the real story of Halebury is the story of its students. 
for you here now. This is your time and your experience in this school is part of the story. And particularly I say to Year 12, this is your time. This is your year. This is the year where you'll form very, very special links with this school and where the memories will start. And we must always remember the fundamental importance of the old boys of the school. These are the people who were the students throughout the school's history. And when we tell the story of Halebury, we really hear the memories of the students. And as we go further back, perhaps the students are fewer and the old boys are fewer. And I guess as we go a long way back, memories fade. And eventually we pass out of memory into history. And we think of other ways of remembering the early part of the school. We think of the honour boards, the archives and records, the buildings of the school. And here we have the evidence of the whole history of the school. So I was struck by the debt we have to the past to understand Halebury, its achievement and its value. So that was the first time I thought of Founders Day around Australia Day time. Now the second time I thought of Halebury was Halebury's Founders Day was very different indeed. And this may surprise some of the uh, staff here but uh, I happened to be listening to ICD Zorba's Dance which is a remix of a number from many years ago. And it reminded me that modern music now commonly revisits music from earlier years. Metallica's uh, Garage Inc. is a list of covers. And of course last year Puff Daddy performed with Jimmy Page a cover of Led Zeppelin's Cashmere. What? Now, why did this music remind me of Founders Day? Well, it reminded me that great things may survive but forms may change. Buildings and locations change with time. Teaching programs change their form. The sports we now play are not the same as the sports that were played in the early days of the school. The way self-discipline is taught now is very different and the same as the views about how characters are moulded. So being true to values and being true to the vision of the founders requires ongoing development and change, a change of form while holding to the intrinsic truths. Now the third time I thought of Founders Day was again very different. As you will know over recent times I've been involved with senior members of staff and members of council and others in the school community looking at research and planning for Halebury's future. Halebury must continue to be excellent. Halebury must be the leader in education in the state. And so there's a need for a vision for the future. And this reminded me of Founders Day for the founders had a vision for the future too. And others throughout the history of the school have had visions for the future. And without looking to the future, 
and responding to the change that's taking place and asking what initiatives are required to keep the school great, we cannot be true to the vision of the founders and to keep this vision bright. So let me pull together my three thoughts about Founders Day. We need to look back through the memories and histories of the school to understand its values and its traditions. We need to realise that being true to the values and the traditions will often require ongoing development and change, a change of form while holding to the intrinsic truths. And we need to always have a vision forward, like the founders did, and like those who have come since the founders have done, so we can continue those values and traditions. Hmm, most interesting. What I particularly noted was an absence of the bursting confidence and swagger, which was the hallmark of Robert Parker's later speeches to the school. But we must remember, he had only just started his term as principal, a somewhat controversial appointment, and knowing that he had to convince a lot of older members of staff that he was the man to handle the changes that were needed if Haderbury were to flourish in the coming century. Nevertheless, he doesn't miss the chance to emphasise that while tradition is very important, it is equally important to have the ability and the will to change to meet changing circumstances. I also enjoyed his references to contemporary popular music and connecting with the students, which he turned out to be very good at. Now it's over to Matthew for his take on this year's new staff induction. Thank you, Keith. Just briefly, we were very pleased in Heritage and Archives to welcome 75 new staff to the Jim Brown Centre on the 23rd of January. It was a great opportunity to teach the new staff a little bit about the rich history of the school and to show off some of the great collection items we have. Uh, in particular, we looked at some key artefacts, including a collection of Greek plays, which once belonged to Rendell himself, and was most likely used at Halebury, England. Also, some canes, which were presented by Mr Bill Waters. Bill gave a very lively talk about how canes had been a part of discipline at Halebury and also how that practice came to an end as the school transitioned into the modern Halebury, which it is today. Finally, Dr Glenn Garden presented a collection of publications of the archives and explained a little about the role of the archives and how those publications are used to keep future generations of Haleburians in touch with the past of the school. It was great to see people engage with new interactive exhibits, including our new Haleburry Treasures display, which incorporates both print and audio features to promote accessibility for all members of our community. It was a great day and we really look forward to opening up the new exhibits to wider and wider groups of students and alumni alike. Thanks Keith, back to you. Nice one Matthew, looks like big changes are afoot, even in archives. Now to close this episode, it's over to you Gordon. In 1936, the composer Karl Orff set 24 mostly bawdy, irreverent and satirical poems from an 11th or 12th century manuscript of 254 poems, mostly written in medieval Latin and middle high German, but some are a mixture of Latin, German or French vernacular. The opening chorus, O Fortuna, may be familiar to many of you, having been used in a number of films and TV shows over the past 75 years or so. Loosely translated, the poem says, O fortune, like the moon you are changeable, 
ever waxing, ever waning, hateful life first oppresses and then soothes as fancy takes it. Poverty and power, it melts them like ice, fate monstrous and empty. You whirling wheel, you are malevolent, well-being is vain and always fades to nothing. Shadowed and veiled, you plague me too. Now through the game I bring my bear back to your villainy. Fate is against me in health and virtue, driven on and weighted down, always enslaved, so that at this hour, without delay, pluck the vibrating strings, since fate strikes down the strong man. Everyone weep with me. Now listen to 300 Halebury Boys, 150 St Margaret's Berwick Girls and the Victorian College of the Arts Orchestra conducted by Barry Bignall in the Melbourne Concert Hall, May 1987, performing the opening chorus from Carmina Burana by Carl Orff. Gordon, it's nice to finish with some highbrow stuff for a change. And finally, the answer to the quiz question. Bill? Hello again, Keith. Here's the answer to our quiz question, and the correct answer was B. 1963 was the year in which the Founders Day Assembly was first held, and originally it was an initiative of the old Halliburians. Thanks, Bill. Hands up if you got that one right. 
Well, that's it for this 14th From the Archives podcast. The next episode should be coming your way in March. Please remember that your feedback is what keeps us going. So, if you've got a comment to make or a story you'd like to tell, please get in touch. My email, keith.white at halebury.vic.edu.au or perhaps send me a text or voicemail to 0490 477 398. Again, 0490 477 398. This is Keith White signing off from the Archives, Series 1, Episode 14, February 2020. Thanks for listening.